Chapter 5 Energy, Success, and Laughter There are many essentials to success, but there is one that is of such importance that without it all the others become as naught. The man who wins success is invariably impelled to do the great work allotted him by something within that tells him he can. He may not know exactly what it is, but he knows he possesses it and is able to act on that faith accomplishing things which seem utterly impossible to other people. This inner determination, once firmly implanted in one's nature, cannot be destroyed or conquered, and this element is energy, energy of mind which rules the body. But where does this come from? How do the great minds generate this glorious means of self-propulsion? The answer is that, in a healthy body, it is inherent from birth, and proper care of the body therefore accentuates within their minds the will to do. If the preceding chapters have been carefully read, we may readily believe that the successful youth must start with a wholesome, generous viewpoint, a good constitution, and a clean mind. We have had an inkling by this time of what one must do to achieve success in a world where competition is keen. We are beginning to realize that these matters are of vital importance and that we are face to face with the problem. Energy is the natural outpouring of a healthy body. It must be directed, it must be controlled, the same as any other living force. Not only is it a positive necessity to the winner, but it must grow and become a natural quality. It does not stand after years of abuse. It does not spring up in the night after a long season of neglect and ill health. All of us possess it in varying ways. That fact ought to convince us that we can get hold of ourselves and build up that which nature has given us rather than allow it to die away. We all have a certain amount of energy. Why shouldn't we all be successes? We might to a certain extent, but that doesn't mean that we shall all get rich in the money sense of the world. When we say, why shouldn't we all be successes, we do not mean that everybody in the world must be greedy for money, nor for power and position. It does not mean that we should be selfish and eager to take everything away from the other fellow. On the contrary, it means that, with energy, we shall be successful according to our brain tendency. Going back to our second chapter, we find the phrase taking stock of ourselves. Done rightly, that alone will inspire success. Now, if we are a little farther along on the way towards sane living and the ability to laugh, and we know that after this struggle is over, the battle is won, we must use the powers that self-analysis gives us to fight. The mere recognition of them is power, and we must not let them go to waste. Energy is like steam. It cannot be generated under the boiling point. In other words, half-heartedness never produced it nor made it a practical working tool. We must be energetic in order to augment energy. We must have confidence along with it, the more the merrier. The greater the confidence in ourselves, the greater the energy which brought it about. Some minds naturally feel confident. These are the lucky ones, the slender few who have grasped life's meaning at the start by taking stock 
before they were threatened with defeat. Success comes to them as easily as rolling off the proverbial log. They come sweeping along, conquering, sure of themselves, confident, aspiring, true to their inner selves, ready for work, unafraid of experiences, and sure of a smile when the clouds are darkest. This does not mean that these successes have exceptional ability. If that were the case, we would not waste time either in reading or writing about the matter. If we didn't feel that we were potentially able to become successes and possess the elements of victory in our present makeup, not another moment would be spent on the subject. The very simplicity of this use of energy proves to us that it is a quality bubbling forth in the least of us and the strongest. It only needs to be put to work, and it becomes self-strengthening. Living in the open air, sleeping out of doors, taking the proper exercise, looking wholesomely upon life, believing in ourselves, are all parts of the sane existence which leads to success and laughter. We ought to feel that everything in life possesses elements akin to human feeling. We should not arrogate to ourselves the sole right to rule and reason. And what has this to do with energy? It is only one of the many vistas that open to us when we learn how to laugh and live. And man alive, if we never learn to laugh, we will never learn to live. We must not forget that there can be more than one use made of energy. In the same way that electricity might be misused, so might energy be placed in the wrong service. We must not waste any time, therefore, in getting this energy of ours worked into enthusiasm, enthusiasm for our life work, for our fellow man, for the zest of life. We must throw ourselves into the battle and carry the standard. We must leap to the front, not waiting for the other fellow to show the way. Spend your enthusiasm freely and be surprised at how it thrives on usage. Enthusiasm being produced by energy must of a necessity depend largely upon that. Now the point is, how shall we guard and keep fresh this element in ourselves? We know that the body is producing this quality. Like the steam engine, we are keeping the fires going by exercise, wholesome thinking, and sincerity of purpose. We are the engineers. Our hand is on the throttle. Sharp turns lie ahead, but our eyes look forward fearlessly. We glance about us to see that we are in the pink of condition. We know that our mind is functioning properly and that the awakened confidence is already inherent in our natures and stands beside us night and day like the officer upon the bridge of a ship. Indeed we are on our way. Out of energy and enthusiasm comes something else that must not be neglected. In fact, it must be cultivated and guarded from the very beginning. Laughter The mere possession of energy and enthusiasm makes us feel like laughing. We want to leap and jump and dance and sing. If we feel like that, don't let us be afraid to do it. Get out in the air and run like a schoolboy jump ditches, vault fences, swing the arms. Never fail to get next to nature when responsive to the call. Indeed, we may woo this call from within ourselves until it comes to be second nature. And when we rise in the morning, let us be determined that we will start the day with a hearty laugh anyhow. 
Laugh because you are alive. Laugh with everything. Let yourself go. That is the secret, the ability to let oneself go. If we follow this religiously, we will be surprised how successful the day will be. Everything gives way before it. End of chapter 5. Recording by Tom Weiss, Tom's Audiobooks.com.